It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Getting back to what they do best, the key for a Washington football team victory this weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. That are predictions and our players of the game in this episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm David Harrison, Washington football team writer for SI.com Stand Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on and on the Odyssey app. We thank you for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and we are on Twitter at WrestleMania621, at DHarrison82, and at LockedWFTPod. Today's episode brought to you by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit OnLocationExp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. Chris, Uh, We haven't talked in a little bit on this show, and a lot has happened since the last time we spoke, which makes it feel like it's been forever. Yeah, really. I mean, it's only been a couple days, but I mean, Chris, wow, what what a what a what a few days it's been. The world has changed around us, Um, you know. And I I suppose, David, we should have been you know uh, more prepared for this, perhaps, uh, possibly. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can prepare for this. It is not only Armageddon. Uh, inside the walls of Washington football team headquarters uh, where I was on Thursday, but it's also Armageddon uh, basically in terms of COVID style uh, in Cleveland with the Los Angeles Rams uh, with a couple of other teams dealing with many outbreaks. Uh, and as we record this, uh, and, and this is only Thursday night, so it could get worse mm-hmm. from here. There's more than 20 Washington football team players on the COVID-19 reserve list. And when you combine it with the IR list, there's over 30 players that were once a part of this roster and are still a part of this roster that are either on IR or on COVID reserve. Yeah, it's it's insane. There's more people on the COVID reserve list than on the injured reserve list, which is just, it's just astounding to me, including your backup quarterback while your starting quarterback is, is working through injuries. Yeah. And now at least he was full go on Thursday yeah. and Wednesday. So that's a good sign. We'll have more injuries later, but uh, you, you're talking about Kyle Allen. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to get cleared in time. Obviously the NFL is changing a bunch of the protocols. We're not sure whether he was actually vaccinated, unvaccinated, whether mm-hmm. he tested positive or just a close contact. David, a, a lot of the problems, quite honestly, from a media and fan perspective And I guess from a gambling perspective, too, is we just don't have enough information. The NFL and the teams and the NFLPA do not make uh, this specific information readily available. And then you have the changing guidelines and the changing protocols uh, as we went along. Uh, And either way, the Washington football team is in enhanced protocols, right? So they're doing daily testing, uh, all of that stuff. So, I mean, there could be more that come up. Now, the good news is there could be more that get cleared. Right. Uh, Despite a couple of additions on Thursday, Cameron Curl, most notably, 
they could ultimately get a handful or a bunch of these guys back for Sunday in Philadelphia. As we sit here Thursday night, we have literally no idea. But guess what? It's not even like we'll find out on Friday, maybe. I mean, maybe we'll find out a little bit of good news on Friday. Maybe we'll find out more bad news. Maybe (laughs) we'll find out bad and good news on Saturday. Literally, we waited until Sunday morning last week against the Dallas Cowboys to find out that Casey Tuhill was in COVID-19 protocols. And that was a day after finding out James Smith-Williams was. So literally, this could go up to hours before game time. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely uh, stay on your toes out there if you're a Washington football team fan waiting to find out what's going to happen with this game. And I think that's that's the that's another layer of this, Chris, that we haven't even talked about yet is should the game even happen right now or should it be delayed? Because if they cancel the game in the in the current state, because the Philadelphia Eagles somehow are avoiding a lot of this. So if they cancel the game, the Washington football team is going to forfeit under the under the current rules for the for the season's COVID regulation. So, I mean, really, the, the conversation is, do you postpone the game a day? to perhaps give Washington the opportunity to get some guys back that can travel to Philly with them? Or do you just say, well, this is the times we live in. Washington, have fun on Sunday. Do your best. Yeah, and I think that's what the NFL is going to do. Um, and and here's, here's the thing. I would say that's unfair if we're talking about players who have done everything that they were asked to do, expected to do, uh, implored to do by both the NFL, the NFLPA, Ron Rivera, et cetera, meaning if they determine through, again, genetic sequencing, and I, I don't know if they're actually investigating this. My, my understanding is they do. Uh, and again, I was in the lab on Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, rather, at the facility that they do this in. My understanding is if they trace it or have already traced the outbreak to an unvaccinated player, and, and just for full transparency, mm-hmm. this string of Washington te- positive tests and COVID protocols started with Montez Sweat, right. a reported unvaccinated, tested positive player last Wednesday. If this indeed is traced back to Montez Sweat, there is no chance the NFL is going to never mind cancel the game, delay the game, because they made it very clear before the season with updated protocols for this year with vaccinations available Mm -hmm. that they would not do that. And, you know, basically you could be looking at a cancellation, um, you know, as a worst case scenario, but that is going to mean a forfeiture, like you said, and also no money. Yeah. And you're, and you're pretty much out of the playoff race with, with eight losses in this situation as well. And um, I think, you know, if, if the NFL does entertain potentially delaying the game to be fair, also to the other side of this coin in the Philadelphia Eagles, who are also in the playoff hunt, I think you can't go past Monday. Like one day is the, the best delay you can give them because they've got another game to play the very next week. You're already moving them to a short preparation week right. now, but by, just by moving to Monday, you move it to Tuesday or Wednesday, then you're putting a team that, again, has been fighting for playoff position in an unfair situation due to, to what's happening in another team. And, 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 and a lot of things in life, not everything is going to boil down as fair and as, as equal as everybody would like it to. And this may be one of those situations. Honestly, I'm with you. I think the NFL essentially makes the Washington football team take the field with, uh, you know, this is not a strike, but basically calling them replacement players, right? Keanu, 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 Keanu Reeves, his name? Keanu Reeves, uh, the actor yeah, is basically yeah, going to be taking yeah. the field for the Washington football team. Yeah, but there's yeah. another layer to this, Chris. And, and that was brought well, up. You, you, you and I could play defensive end yeah, if you'd like. I mean, I, you know, I kind of think of myself as like a three, four space eating yeah. nose tackle, even though they don't play a three, four think, 
you know, Ted Washington, somebody called me Jerry Ball on Thursday, yeah. if you remember him. Uh, but Ted Washington was a guy I covered about 20 years ago in Buffalo. And man, was he good, but he could right. eat space and tear things up. I'd probably, like I joked on Twitter on Thursday, I'd probably good be good for about three or four mediocre plays on Sunday. Yeah, and I would be good to be the guy laying on the field, looking up at the, at the sky and everybody wondering <laughs> why he's on the field in the first place. But the other layer of this, Chris, with the Washington football team is all of the replacement players. Is, I'm going to call them that for a lack of a better term. That doesn't, I don't mean that disrespectfully, um, is, is player safety. I mean, you look at a guy like Akeem Spence who joined the team on Thursday, uh, you know, essentially off the street, hasn't played a meaningful snap of football in almost a year, hasn't played more than 30 defensive snaps in an NFL game in over a year. And now you're talking about him possibly going out there, not knowing the playbook. And I don't think he's going to start or necessarily play 100% of the snaps. But if he goes out there and plays meaningful snaps, there is an opportunity here that, I mean, this guy's not in, he might be in shape, but he's probably not in football shape. Only one thing gets you in football shape. Uh, and now you're, you're talking about the possibly risking injury to a lot of other players who are kind of coming in to kind of help this situation. So Chris, there are a lot of layers to this thing. Like you said already in this segment, I just want to wrap it up with that part of the set. Like there, there's, there's no yep. telling uh, honestly in this situation. And that's not even hyperbole guys. What might happen between the time we're recording this on Thursday evening and what actually might happen before the team even tries to fly Saturday afternoon. So keep your ear uh, to, to the, to the, to the speaker, keep your eyes on Twitter, guys like Chris, guys like John Kime, uh, stuff like that. Make sure you're, you're checking out the lots on Washington football team podcast feed for all the latest updates as we get them and spread them off the obviously to you coming up. I'm going to give my key to the watch football team victory. Chris is going to give us his key to a WFT victory as the team tries the best they can to hang on to their playoff position. Despite all that COVID-19 is throwing at them as they try to make their way to Super Bowl 56, which all of a sudden is, is such a far away conversation that you almost feel silly having it. But the Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium is less than 100 days away, and our title sponsor on location can help you get can, can help get you there, even if the Burgundy and Gold don't end up there because they're the official hospitality partner of the NFL. They're the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. All right, guys, I have a question for you. Did you win in fantasy last night? Yeah? All right, good. No? Uh, same with me. <laughs> Stat, Stat Hero crushed me. Uh, so I'm just going to be honest with you. I came up with a big old L on my forehead, but that's okay. Going to take a couple more cracks this weekend. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels, of course, so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Well, Stat Hero is here to change that. It's the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head -head fantasy matchups. Winner takes on the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and then you can handle pick the team you want to face one-on-one. -on -one. That's a pretty good opportunity, right? So that means you can pick the team of your dreams to beat the Stat Hero. All right, sign up for free right now, guys, at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Again, use the promo code locked on for a 100% match. 
Once again, stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on, terms and conditions apply. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Why don't we hear from our buddy Todd on the voicemail line before we get to our keys for the game? Hi, Todd once again. Wanted to, to give my input real quick. I think this is an opportunity for the, the WFT to step up or show who they are. Uh, or I guess either show who they are or are either way. Uh, if, if Heineke is back this week, uh, to play and the team rallies and, and shows that they can be what they were for a few weeks before Dallas came to town, uh, then I think the WFT becomes a dangerous, uh, opponent as a, uh, wild card playoff berth, uh, for whoever plays them. That's a little bit scary. Uh, if it, if they shrink from this experience, if it turns out that this, punch in the mouth was enough to make our guys flinch uh, and step back a step, then that shows that we have another season or two of, uh, you know, change, uh, of figuring out the, the, the right culture, the right people that fit that culture. Uh, so it, I think uh, it's, a, it's a moment for us to be able to see uh, when we get punched in the mouth, uh, do we get back up or, or are we hesitant afterwards? So let's, I guess we'll find out pretty quick. Uh, either way, appreciate uh, appreciate your insights, good, bad, indifferent, whatnot, uh, and uh, all the fans. So, Todd, Utah, I'm out. All right, Todd, as always, we appreciate you. And listen, David, there is no doubt about it. No matter what way you draw this up, no matter who's back, who's not back, the Washington football team is going to have to dig deep into some sort of mental um, – I I don't even know how to describe it. mental prism, if you will, to just find every ounce of motivation, every ounce of guts and character and and onions, for lack of a better term, that they possibly can to even have a chance at winning this game. They are taking on a rested, off of a bye week, healthy Philadelphia Eagles team on the road in a hostile environment with a team that has the same record as them and obviously has a lot to play for. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, going back to the crossover I did with Gene over there from locked on Eagles. I mean, everything in this matchup right now is coming up green. You know what I mean? And, and there's really no way around it, but uh, if we're correct, and as of right now, we're going to operate like we are correct. And this game is going to happen. The, the Washington football team has to go out there and there's, there's no excuses. Like at the end of the day, and Ron Rivera has kind of been talking about, like you just have, you have who you have, you got to go out there and you got to make it happen the best way you can, because, the Philadelphia Eagles are not going to come out here and say, oh, you guys are, are decimated by COVID potentially, depending on how many, if any, come back and all these things. Let's take it easy on you. Or, you know what? Hey, refs, let's give them a 10-point head start. Like, that's not going to happen. This is professional football. You're all professional players. Even guys who just came in, Akeem Spence is a professional football player. You got to go out there and you got to take the victory. Nobody's going to give it to you. The officials aren't going to come out and 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 throw more penalties on the other side just to kind of even out the odds or anything crazy like that. So this team has got to find a way to win this game because again, you know, an eight loss team in regular seasons is, is not a playoff, not a playoff team. And you're not going to win the NFC East with eight losses in the 2021 season. I think we already determined that. And with an extra regular season game now, eight losses is not going to get the job done. This team essentially has to win out and it couldn't come at a worse time for what's happening with uh, all the COVID breakouts. All right, let's get to the keys of the game. Uh, David, why don't you go first, and then I'll follow uh, that up if you don't. Uh, if you want to take the first crack at it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we have to go offense, right? It's it's really hard to, to say what a defensive key to the game is. I think if, if you're talking defense in Washington, the key to the game is uh, getting on the field with 11 guys to play on defense. That's your key to the game right there. So on offense, that's really where the best place we can make any type of, of pregame analysis. Uh, you got to take advantage of the Philadelphia Eagles defense. They are coming healthier, obviously, than Washington is. They are coming in off of bye, so they're rested at the best time of the season and all that stuff. But even coming into their bye week, Philadelphia is 30th in the NFL in sack rate. That's low. Like that's like 30th in sack rate is not high. You know what I'm saying? And they're 21st in the intercept in interception rate uh, against opposing offenses. So basically what that tells you is that the Philadelphia Eagles are not very often imposing their will defensively on opponents when they win games. Usually it's the opponents kind of finding themselves stuck in the mud, not being able to execute, not being able to get guys open down the field. Terry McLaurin, we'll talk about his status uh, coming up when we, when we recap the injuries from the Thursday report, but whether Terry is on the field, whether Curtis is on the field, at the end of the day, Taylor Heineke coming off arguably his, his worst game as an NFL quarterback has got to come out here. This offensive line has got to get a little bit of that pride back that we saw maybe in the second half, not so much in the first. Protect the quarterback, give Taylor time, and when Taylor has time, you have to come back there and take advantage of the fact that you're probably not going to get sacked all that often. You're probably not going to be under that much pressure, and you're facing a defense that is susceptible to having passes thrown against them by virtue of them not getting takeaways on opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, I think that's a good breakdown. I mean, obviously the Eagles defense has not been as productive as they were hoping under their first year defensive coordinator. I'm going to go uh, and and obviously keep it on Washington's offensive side. You know, you mentioned Taylor Heineke coming off of arguably his worst game. I mean, I'm not going to make the argument against that. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that much. Uh, there was more bad uh, certainly than good and more bad that could have happened that actually didn't happen. But I'm going to stay, keep it real simple. You know, keep it simple, stupid kiss. Uh, no turnovers for the Washington football team. They have no margin for error. We've been saying that all year long. They don't score enough points. They don't have enough margin for error. They don't get to make the same amount of mistakes that a Green Bay Packer team or a Kansas City Chief team or a Tampa Bay Buccaneer team might be able to make. They have zero margin for error. They cannot turn the ball over. That means you, Antonio Gibson. That means mm. you, Taylor Heineke. Mm. No throwing balls off your back foot, all just lunging it up in the air, launching it up in the air. Uh-uh. Can't happen. You can't win without... You can't win with, with with turning the ball over and giving the Eagles any extra opportunities or taking away opportunities for you. Yeah. I mean, maybe you get away with one, but I doubt it. Uh, get back to a winning style. What I mean by that, last week they came out throw, throw, trying to establish the pass, the vertical passing game, trying to take advantage of the Cowboys' secondary uh, and, and, and their weakness. That's great. What you do is you build – You build up to that. You don't go for the jugular right away. You run. You soften them up. You open up play action. You get maybe Taylor Haneke on the mood, on a boot roll, on a sprint, something like that. You see if you can find a way to get to the weakness while doing your strength, which is controlling the line of scrimmage, time of possession, all of that good stuff. That is so important, and they didn't do it. Uh, last year. All right, let's get a quick update on the injuries after Thursday's uh, practice. David, we'll just go real quickly through this. You mentioned uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin was upgraded to a limited practice 
on Thursday after being on the side field, along with Jordan Kanasik. That's obviously a huge thing for McLaurin. He's not cleared out of concussion protocol, uh, but that is a good sign, no. especially when you consider J.D. McKissick has been in concussion protocol, has missed the last two games, and still is not practicing. So it doesn't look like he's going to be able to go, nor is Curtis Samuel, who hasn't practiced uh, all week. Cole Holcomb, who had the pick six, and Brandon Sheriff were both limited on Thursday and Wednesday. And Taylor Heineke, banged up and all, elbow, leg. He's been a full go in practice, so he appears set to start. Absolutely. And coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about the odds that are stacked up against this Washington football team. They're pretty big. You're going to want to hear them. And we're getting those from our friends over at betonline.ag, who has you covered all season long for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as we make our way towards the NFL playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. So head over to the desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just for using the promo code Locked On. Whether you're looking for basketball action, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, or your favorite Vegas casino games, take advantage of everything going on in the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. This holiday season, guys, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And oh, does it taste like a wonderful candy bar? It is a melt in your mouth experience. What am I talking about? Well, Built Bar. That's right, at Built.com. Not only are they 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew, but also they're low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, high in protein, and delicious flavors. Trust me, you might have your favorite flavor, like David loves mint brownie. I love peanut butter brownie. But you can have secondary and third and fourth and fifth favorite flavors. I haven't had a flavor that I haven't liked. I don't think David has either. So when you're out and about Christmas shopping this weekend, holiday shopping, getting set for the new year, all of that good stuff, make sure you put a built Bar in your backpack, wherever your pocket, your car, so that you have a little extra fuel to deal with all of the Holiday shoppers, let's be nice and call them that. Uh, some of the crazies out there, right? Because you're going to need the fuel that Built Bar provides. Go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Wrapping up the week, wrapping up this preview episode of the Lockdown Washington Football Team podcast here. David Harrison, Chris Russell on Twitter at dharrison82 at WrestleMania621. And in this segment, Chris, we're going to talk about our players of the game, bowl predictions, and we're going to make our score predictions. I'll kick it off with my player of the game, and it kind of goes into what both of us talked about with our keys to the game, and it's going to be quarterback Taylor Heineke uh, for, for multiple reasons. One, this team in, in, in such a dire situation and, and everything that's going on with COVID-19, uh, and, and breakout that's happening around the NFL specifically, but also for inside the Washington facility, they need a stabilizing factor. They need a leader. They need somebody to come out there and say, listen, focus on the game, focus on this 60 minutes because everything else is happening before and after. Like you're not getting a positive test at halftime. You know what I'm saying? So once you take the field and you have the, your final test is done and you know who's going to play and who's going to suit up, you got to take the field with those 22 guys plus some on rotation and all that stuff. And you got to do your best to make it happen. They need a stabilizing force. If ever there was an opportunity for Taylor Heineke to show that he can be a stabilizing force, don't need him to be a Patrick Mahomes, a Lamar Jackson, a Tom Brady. Just prove that you can be a stabilizing presence for this football team at the most important position on the football team, and you have a fighting chance to redeem yourself and, and re-enter this conversation of should he or should he not be 
the future of this franchise. So I'm looking for Taylor Heineke, somebody out there, get in his ear and say, this is not the week for you to come out and let your nerves get to you. You've got to be the stabilizer. You're going to be the key to this game. Yeah. I I mean, obviously they're going to need a much better performance than quite honestly, the last three games have given the uh, Washington football team from Taylor Heineke. That's very simple. And again, that kind of goes back to my key of the game in terms of not turning the ball over at least, at least do that. My player of the game, uh, you know, listen, Washington football fans probably not going to like this, but Devontae Smith, the reigning, well, last year's Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, and of course, uh, a, a pick that Philadelphia passed up Micah Parsons and traded down with Dallas to get Devontae Smith uh, in the first round last year. Listen, he's only got uh, 50 catches for 701 yards. That's only a 14-yard average, four touchdowns. I The quarterback situation has been unstable, I guess, to some degree, maybe not as unstable as it has been in Washington with Jalen Hurts. Um you know, and now Gardner Minshew playing the last game before the bye. We don't know, by the way, who's actually going to play on Sunday. We think it'll be Jalen Hurts. Either way, to me, Devontae Smith has got the speed and the athleticism to get behind William Jackson III. Doesn't look like Kendall Fuller is going to be available. Ben St. Juice is still out. We know Washington is thin. They could be without Cameron Curl. Devontae Smith just has the playmaking ability that I just fear. Uh, and I, I think he just gets behind the defense or forces a missed tackle in space and turns a small something into a big something. All right, continuing along real quickly here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast, David, a bold prediction. I'm going to go with this. Uh, maybe this is not so bold. I think Washington, no matter who plays, who doesn't play. And again, I, they'll get some of these guys back before Sunday. I think they grind it out, right? I don't think they get run off the floor at the link. Uh, I, I don't think they get embarrassed. I don't think they get humiliated. I think Taylor plays a little bit better. Uh, I, I think they find some way for resiliency. I think they grind this game out until the final drive and then lose in heartbreaking, <laughs> stick a knife in your back type fashion. Yeah, uh, Maybe that's not that bold of a prediction, but I could see this game maybe even being in the favor of the Washington football team until the last two or three minutes in Philadelphia going on a game-winning, go-ahead, touchdown drive late in the game and winning. That would be heart-wrenching. I'm going to go a little bit on the other side, more of a positive, and I'm going to say the Washington football team is going to come away with five sacks on Jalen Hurts. Mm. Uh, one part of that is that Jalen Hurts just isn't that great of a pocket presence or a pocket quarterback and likes to try to extend plays with his feet, which obviously opens up the door sometimes to some really bad sacks and, and, and kind of almost runs himself into sacks here and there. But the other side of that, look, I saw an Eagles fan kind of joking that Washington football team was going to have so many players and they normally have a rotation off the field that there's no way for the Eagles to prep for them. Well, guess what? There's actually a little bit of truth to that. And, and, and I think it could open up a little bit. Like you're not going to have as many tendencies on some of these players and, you know, the opportunity for one of these guys to kind of, zig when the when the offensive line thinks they're going to zag or something like that is, is going to present itself so i think watch football team can come out with five sacks on jalen hurts whether they win or they lose and that brings us to our score predictions the eagles favored by 10 points in this one chris look i got a lot of, of faith and resiliency and and the opportunity for teams to kind of be the underdog and nobody everybody counted us out and all that stuff this is a lot of players on this covid list and a lot of important players right now so again with just operating off the knowledge that we have right now with 21 uh people at the time of this recording on that covid list uh, i got the eagles winning this one 24 to 20. 
Yeah, and I'm going to go with the Eagles 21-17. Again, I, I think they'll do it in maybe last-minute fashion, come from behind fashion, whatever you don't want to say. You know, and, and, and look, we'll all be frustrated, uh, and we'll all go, ah, man, they could have had it. Oh, we, you know, valiant effort. But uh, ultimately, it's just too much uh, for them to overcome versus a rested, home, and healthy Philadelphia Eagle team. All right, that's going to do it for us, guys, on this particular edition of the Locked on Washington Football Team podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Again, we're free and available on all platforms. We'll be back Sunday uh, with immediate analysis after the Washington football team takes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Now make your second team, second listen, rather, the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you have a question or comment, and especially if you want to get in right after the game, guys, do it quickly. 301-615-3577. 301-615-3577. Lock it into your phone and hit us up right after the game so that we can get you in as quickly as we possibly can. That's going to do it for us. Thanks again for joining us. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington football team for SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Ben Hur Show on the flagship station for the Washington football team, the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll be back again after Sunday's game right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.